Welcome to the Splash Assass Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live after show because we fucking love Jeff Lewis, okay? Now, I also love all the promos that are produced for JLL. Fucking hilarious. Um, Even like the filas and los bebes and all of the little soap opera clips that they play in between Jeff Lewis Live commercials, all of that. But I heard a COVID one on the other day and was kind of surprised that was still in circulation. So I'm just saying that I have ideas. Hear me out. What about, guys, what about, this popped in my head, the real house chumps of Los Angeles. The real house chumps of Los Angeles. And the core chumps each have a wicked quick tagline like Jeff, Shane, Doug, and Megan. And honestly, I kind of want um, Jameson and Alyssa to round up the cast. So actually, maybe it's the Real House Trumps a serious. <gasps> the Real House Trumps a serious. Okay, and then each week we just have a tiny clip of fakeish, realish, really drama. Okay, again, splash podcast at gmail.com. I am full of ideas. So on Jeff Lewis, we had comedians on today. Before we dive into that, I need to talk about another comedian, fucking Baby J, John Mulaney. He has a new stand-up special. It's called Baby J on Netflix. And I was sitting there watching, giggling along, thoroughly enjoying his dark comedic tales of addiction and rehab and... I mean, I guess I'm glad he's sober. I, no, I am. I am. But the spiral's always so fascinating. It's so fun to hear a spiral story. Honestly, I think the JLL listeners would love it. It's very on brand for us. But then all of a sudden, this motherfucker, sorry, Baby J, fucking Baby J says the following, the following, quote for quote, I was addicted to cocaine, Adderall, Xanax, Clonopin, and Percocet. Perco set. It's called the Providence Special. And that fucking crowd, that fucking crowd, which is in Boston, by the way, starts cackling their little bean-sized head off. Sorry, Boston, I love you, but what a rude fucking reaction. And then Mulaney continues, Providence, Rhode Island, for those of you around the world, is a city near here, and it's a big joke to all of us. And again, we get a motherfucking cackle from those beanie babies in the crowd. If you're asking what I mean, it's Beantown. Boston's Beantown fucking beanie babies laughing their little asses off. Okay, first things first, Providence is a great motherfucking city, all right? We have Newport 30 minutes away, which is a coastal town darling of the world, of the world. Newport, Rhode Island's iconic. And furthermore, the regular city is on the up and up. And all of Rhode Islanders, we would never pick all of those drugs to fuck with, okay? We pick one of those and add marijuana and welcome to Rhode Island. Welcome to Providence. That's a real Providence special, so you can choose out of that selection which one you think I'm prescribed and you're probably right and wrong at the same time. It sure ain't cocaine because I don't think they prescribe that shit anymore. Oh, wait, it is. It's just reformed as Adderall, so maybe I am prescribed that. Okay, um, LOL, all alleged. Oh, fuck. Maybe he is right. Maybe it is a Providence special. No, I'm kidding, but honestly, that sounds like a Los Angeles special if I've ever heard it. What? Coke? Clonopit? We don't do all that shit. Get out. It's the How's that Rhode Island? Coke, Percocet, Xanaclo. That is all you city of angels. That's you guys, this real city of devils. It's fucking smog-filled lungs over there. That's a joke. 
Sorry, I'm sorry. Now John Mulaney has me fighting with California when it's my own neighbors in Boston roaring with laughter with all their smug and superiority and Kelly a smog. One is smug and the other smog. And we're just a tiny state sitting on a log. I don't know. All right, I've lived in all three places, Providence, Boston, and California, and they're all equally terrifying and full of the same drugs, okay? We're all the same, little baby J bitch. No, seriously, his comedy special was fucking hilarious, though, especially the ending. You guys should totally watch it. Highly recommend. All right, moving into my favorite comedians, Wednesday, May 3rd on Jeff Lewis Live, we had Julie Goldman, we had Brandy Howard, and we had Jennifer Douglas. <laughs> oh my god, you guys, today I had the worst time management skills and I was out on a walk when this episode started. So I have my headphones in and I start listening to Julie and Brandy on Jeff Lewis and I am fucking literally chuckling down the street. I chuckled down the street. I could not get the grin off of my face. Like I looked, I always look like a crazy person. This was on a hundred. Like I was just like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Well, I like, it was like they were poking my stomach every telephone pole that I passed. It was like, I passed another one. I was like, they said something hilarious. And I'm like, oh my God, or whatever. The Doughboy. I haven't seen those commercials in a while. Thank God. I hate commercials. Okay. So Brandy and Julie are back from their latest cruise. They're cruisers and they perform wrap up shows on the last day for everybody. But I'm totally the same as Brandy who points out that it brings her unnecessary anxiety on her two week vacation, thinking the whole time about how they still haven't planned their wrap up show. Okay. Here's my solution. Brandy and Julie should do a kickoff show on their cruises instead of a wrap-up show. And I know that their whole point was that they use pictures from the trip that they're on to have fun, whatever, with all the guests that they're making fun of. But again, that's even more work for you guys. Fuck that. Fuck that. Y'all could spin this. It's all about the spin. Ladies, am I right? Okay, now use the best picks and stories from previous trips. Create a whole show on how to get the best out of your vacation. Like, like, Let's teach you how to cruise 101 so you're not getting mad at the little things like waiting for the elevator or being horrified at the bald dude with sunglasses holding a Bud Light passed out in the hot tub with penises drawn all over his face, you know, you know? But before they even made it to the cruise, an unruly passenger caused a two-hour delay. Now, they didn't get to see the show of what the unruliness was. I am shocked, shocked that they couldn't squeeze the tea from the flight attendant. Mm-mm, girlies. We already knew the trip was off to a rough start. And Jeff points out that it's a bummer that they had a delay with no show. And Julie says she wanted it to be Les Mis. Girls, it was Les Mis. What do you mean? You you guys were Les Mis. You were stuck in a plane that wasn't serving drinks and the purse alcohol was already consumed rookie mistake by the way you save the purse alcohol in case shit like this happens and stop for a quick tequila at the airport bar okay keep the purse full but that sounds like it was fucking lay miz i'd be lay miserable in the back so they tried to find out from the flight attendant what happened but he said i don't know which is a lie lie but the reason he did that is because he knows who you guys are and knew that this story would be all over jll or dumb gay politics in no time and subsequently end up in page six of course like shitting on this airline so good move on his part career-wise bad for our entertainment 
Um, Anthony Anderson. Ooh, little sassy. He was sassy to Shane on the group text. So Jeff passively aggressively calls him out on the same group text. Actually, it wasn't passive aggressive. It was um sa- it was sassy. It was sassive aggressive. <gasps> yes, okay. That's a new phrase. Consider it coined. <gasps> okay, anyways, then Anthony starts being super nice via text. Guys, this is what I call the sour patch kid syndrome. First, they're sour, then they're sweet. All right. So, next time, just get gummy bears. Get gummy bears and keep the sour shit at home. Speaking of, we talk about losing our temper quicker on airplanes than in normal life after you're sitting for so long with no room to grow, nothing to do, no snacks, anything. And they forgot to mention that it's also because you're sitting in a tunnel of farts. An airplane is a fucking tunnel of strangers' farts in the sky, and I shan't see it any other way. I shan't. Okay, we discussed nudgy people that spring from the back row the second that the plane lands to be the first ones off. For all us millennials, it's like playing Mario Kart, and you start spinning out the second the green light. It's like, ding, 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 bam! And then everyone's just like, and like everyone gets into a frenzy. But... Then there's people like me, Jeff, and Julie, and we (laughs) will literally box people out. We will use our fucking elbows if we have to. I played basketball for 10 years, so if I'm in the aisle, I am the row monitor for all of us, okay? We are all following the fucking rules, okay? Julie and Brandy spent an extra three days in the high desert because the Israel portion of their trip keeps getting canceled. The girls were, they're not meant to be in Israel, okay? Let's keep it is eyes eyes real about that. Ew, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Horrible pun. Okay, they were in a bus for three and a half hours without high-functioning AC. It was just like dribbling out tepid air. <gasps> that's unacceptable. No, that's unexpected. I would be a puddle of mud by the time I got there. Do you remember that band, Puddle of Mud? They did that song, She Fucking Hates Me. She fucking hates me. Nah, 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 nah. Tried too hard and she tore my feelings. I got it done and sips it away. Jeff might be singing that soon enough. It's a very angry love song, but it's kind of fun. Okay, so a solution. If you are traveling to a high heat location, there are these little fans with spray bottles attached. You can probably get them on eBay at this point because I had them in my childhood, but I bet like Target has them. And you can put ice chips and water in the spray bottle and then you turn the fan on and there's even a little strappy if you want to strap it around your neck as a necklace then strap in the seatbelt and then strap on that strap on. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. But truly it's instant relief. We used to use them in school (laughs) when our AC broke, (laughs) we would all just be sitting there spritzing ourselves all day. (laughs) A group of 10 year olds just like dying in the new England humidity and just absolutely our tea ever. It was disgusting. We smelled so talk about a tunnel of farts. Our middle school was a tunnel of farts. Okay. (laughs) Oh my God. Splash of sass. Welcome. But also file that issue under things Monroe will never experience in her school. I can guarantee you they will cancel if the AC is broken as they should, as they should. So then the tour guide offered to buy Julian Brandy, (laughs) Julian Brandy, not buy them something, actually buy them, them as humans for 200 camels each. 
So then they ask, what will you do with all these camels? Like Shane was like, what are we going to do with all these four? We have 400 camels now. We have no Julian Brandy, but we have 400 camels. (laughs) Okay, guys, guys, hear me out. Open up a camel farm and Doug, love you, Doug. You can curate a whole menu based off of camel milk and camel meat. Is camel meat a thing? Dear Brandy and Julie, did you guys eat camel over there? Is that rude to ask? I've eaten gator before. I've had some gator taste like chicken. All right, huge shakeups going on at Radio Andy. Amy Phillips' last day is tomorrow. Aw, so on behalf of all the Amys of the world, we just absolutely love you. We just absolutely thank you for flying here. We absolutely love you. Now, more shocking is Alyssa will no longer be in the studio. What? No, Alyssa, we love you. What? Also, um, serious. Hi, I'm here. Amy Quinley. I do production, hosting, sound, audio, mediocre, graphic design, slash assess podcast at gmail.com. Thanks. Okay. I'm guessing Radio Jeff is about to be a thing. I don't know. We need it. We need it. That'd be interesting. Brandy and Julie, you get your own show. Smart Gay Politics is on Jeff Lewis Live, okay? All right, then Jeff's dog trainer is failing with Toby, who has become progressively less obedient. And Jeff got a video from the dog trainer of Toby wearing sunglasses, lounging by the pool. Now, Jeff seems to be frustrated by this, almost as if they aren't focusing on their job. And like goofing off instead. But maybe the dog trainer is training Toby to make an Elwood style video to get him into the Harvard of dog schools. Okay? Just a thought. I'm reframing. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Stu's in therapy. Stu is in therapy. Jeff wants to go, but Stu won't invite him. <laughs> oh my, I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm so, I want to give you a hug. You're like, I don't want to even look at you, bitch. Okay. I love you. So again, this is why I need to be in studio. I, you guys, I have a question. The therapist said that Stu should get Jeff a punching bag. So when Jeff is angry, he can go to his gym and just punch around in there. Now riddle me this. Riddle me this. If somebody has an anger problem, you want them to go spend hours on the daily practicing how to throw a perfect left hook? How does that make sense? You're angry, go get stronger, so if you ever lose control, you can just beat the shit out of me even faster. What? Obviously, I'm joking, people. I am a comedian, just like Brandy and Julie and Shane Douglas, okay? We're all comedians. But how does that riddle me that? So Jeff is like, why won't this therapist let me come see her? Jeff, I don't know if we trust this therapist. Why is she trying to get your left hook on fucking lock? I don't know. I don't know. I'm smelling up. They're cooking up a lawsuit over there, Jeff. This is why you need me. I'm looking out for you, okay? Speaking of looking out for others, we're all looking out for Doug and thank gosh, Jeff had an update. You thank gosh. Who am I now? I, all of a sudden I'm Christ-like. I just turned into Shane fucking Douglas. What was that? Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. So Doug, <laughs> I'm a monster. Doug had his date with Grant. Um, It was a great date, but it seems like Doug only brings the heat if it's in the kitchen, if you know what I'm saying. Brandy was talking about how important flirting is. Yes, flirting is literally like the musical of life. It's like my favorite pastime. What are my hobbies? Flirting. Okay, I agree that it could also be a great friendship for Doug. But if Doug was hardcore, like putting on the charm, I think that I think there was heavy petting could have occurred. 
For sure. Hardcore flirting leads to heavy petting. Hands down. Hands down. Actually, no. No hands down. Hands up. Hands up and out of pockets, okay? They got work to do. Those hands got work to do, okay? No, but really because I've totally liked people more and more in direct relation to how much they like me and how much effort they put in with me. If they're obsessed, then okay, sure. I, we can do some things under, under board, below board. That's a throwback to the past couple episodes. Um, But Doug and Grant kept everything above board, it sounds. So I'm just saying, if Doug went above and beyond, he could have maybe turned the shed into a motherfucking love shack. Very love shack. But there's always time. There's always time. What's the rush? We have no rush. Grant is young. He has years to go, okay? Years to go, inches to grow. So, and always. Okay, and on that note, I would have more notes about the end of this episode. I don't even know how it ended because I was I paused it around 12.50 and then at 1.15 I went to press play again and it just cut right ahead to the new live show that was on and I just, I needed those 10 minutes. So anyways, but I also had to pause it so I could run in and order a smoothie from my favorite place and you guys, riddle me this, all right? We got a lot of riddles to unfold today. Riddle me this. So I got a smoothie. Say there's five ingredients in it. Five ingredients. I said, please, no oats in it. No oats, okay? If I'm gonna get my carbs, it's gonna be from Rayo's Pasta. You guys, that is such a fucking good tip. If you've never had Rayo's, they make the best fucking marinara sauce, tomato basil, and the best fucking pasta, okay? It's not expensive. Ray, R-A-O. <laughs> do it, 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 now. Okay, I love you. Um, So I said, this smoothie with no oats, please. And she goes, do you still want dates and cinnamon and peanut butter? And basically listed every other ingredient. And I just, my head turned like I was a dog. I'm a, I, I guess I am a bitch, but I was a fucking dog. Like, huh? Like, what? No, no, no. Riddle me that. What about me saying, can I have one ingredient taken out? Suddenly means the entire smoothie's unraveling at the seams. Where did all of these other ingredients come into question? I said one thing, just I don't want oats. What if I'm gluten free? I'm not. Okay. But again, I'm having pasta later. I'm watching my oats. My gluten. So it's just like, what do you mean? Yeah, of course I want the other ingredients. What do you mean? No, just hand me a cup of ice water. What? What? All right, you guys, I'm feeling extra sassy. It's time for me to go. I love you so much. We'll be back here tomorrow. Tell your friends about it. Tag me, repost, splash of sass. I love you so, 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 so much. I swear, I really do. Okay, I love you. Bye. Splash, splash, splash.